Hello and welcome to The Science Break for GCSE Science. Today's episode is about microscopy and the use of microscopes in biology. If you want to see the video for this topic, head over to The Science Break on YouTube and click on the biology playlist. But for now, let's get going. People have been using methods to magnify objects for hundreds of years. As early as the 1200s, people used simple lenses to view small objects. As you can imagine, methods for magnifying got better and better over time. By the mid-1600s, microscopes were powerful enough to see very tiny objects. A scientist called Robert Hooke was one of the first people to see cells using a microscope. He is famed for coining the word cell after viewing them in some cork tissue. Microscopes continued to get better and better until the mid-1900s when there was a major development in microscopy. The electron microscope was invented. This was a big advance in microscopy because it allowed much, much smaller objects to be seen. The microscope is a very good example of how improvements in technology have helped improve understanding and one example where microscopes have been a major factor is the study of cell structure. Today in GCSE Science we generally talk about two types of microscope. The light microscope, sometimes called an optical microscope, which I'm sure you've seen in school, and the electron microscope that we have just mentioned. There are two main features we talk about with microscopes, the magnification and the resolution or resolving power. Magnification is how many times bigger an object looks through the microscope. We measure magnification by saying, for example, times 5 or times 100. Times 100 means the object looks 100 times bigger through the microscope compared to its real size. Resolving power is to do with how clear and sharp a microscope image is. The higher the resolving power, the better. So let's take a look at the resolving power and magnification of the two microscopes. A light microscope can magnify up to about 1500 times, whereas an electron microscope can magnify maybe up to 500,000 times. That means very, very small objects can be seen with the electron microscope. You don't have to memorize these numbers, but it does give you an idea of the difference between the two. An electron microscope has a very high resolving power compared to a light microscope. This means that it can be used to study cells in much finer detail. This has enabled biologists to see and understand many more subcellular structures, like mitochondria and ribosomes. Before the invention of the, of the electron microscope, before the invention of the electron microscope, you can imagine that scientists had no idea about the existence of the really, really small subcellular structures. We've had a look at the function of some of these subcellular structures, and you can hear about those in a previous, video, uh, previous episode of the Science Break for GCSE Science. The final thing I want to talk about today is calculating magnification. We can calculate magnification by dividing the size of the image we have, which is either given to you or measured with a ruler, by the size of the actual object. For example, if an image is 10 millimeters and the real object is 0.5 millimeters, then the magnification is 10 divided by 0.5, which is 20. We say the magnification of the image is times 20. You can see the video for this topic on my new GCSE science channel called The Science Break where you can try some practice questions and access all of the other videos for biology, chemistry and physics. Also, follow on Instagram for useful revision and on Twitter and Facebook, all at The Science Break. 
So that's it for today's episode of The Science Break for GCSE Science. Thank you for joining me. And don't forget the website, thesciencebreak.com, and of course, the YouTube channel and all the social media that we've just mentioned. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.